Hello, my name is Dylan Arvella and welcome to the Football South Coast Preview. There's plenty of football to cover this week and joining me to do so is Simon Duffin. Hi Dylan, good to see you. Be sure to like Football South Coast Match Centre on Facebook and follow at FSC underscore official on Twitter. You can also let us know your thoughts on the show by commenting or replying on the post on those aforementioned platforms. As always, there will be time codes in the description if you're looking for a particular part, but we have a lot to get through, so let's get going. Alright, first of all, we're going to be looking at the Illawarra Mercury Premier League. So it's around 10 this weekend, but before we preview the action, let's recap the league table as it stands. Bulleye remain on top after a battling 3-2 win over Cringillo on Friday night. Wollongong Olympic move into outright second with their 3-0 win over Picton. Kemlawarra Fury go to third because their match with Wollongong United was washed out. Tarawana's dramatic 3-2 win over Port Kembla firms their grip on fourth. At the bottom, Wununa hold up everyone else with Picton just ahead on goal difference. Coromel's 1-1 draw with South Coast United sees them in 10th and 9th respectively, whilst the Albion Park White Eagles move up to 8th after their 4-1 win away to the Sharkies. Now, onto this weekend's fixtures. First up, the Albion Park White Eagles v Tarawana Blueies. Uh, a win for the White Eagles could move them up to sixth, whilst a Tarawana win could see them breaking to the top three. What are your thoughts on this one, Simon? Well, Tarawana obviously um, team to beat at the moment. Three wins in a row, in fact, nine points in eight days last week. Um, so riding high, and as you say, got up, got up the ladder in the process. Um, because Albion Park had a great uh, result, or not a result, a great match midweek yeah. in the FFA Cup, uh, managing to draw after extra time with Hakoa Sydney 3-3, fantastic, and and that surely will have motivated Albion Park, you'd think. To, obviously they won last weekend, and I think they might, they might even push on. Uh, this, this match was a 2-1 win for Albion Park last year, it may just be a similar scoreline this year, I'm, I'm reckoning. Yeah, I think you're right in the sense that the FFA Cup, um, the effort in that match will give them a big confidence boost. Tarawana, though, they do seem like a tight-knit bunch at the moment. Goodchild's in really good form. Uh, Wu O's a great support act for him. But I think the Albion Park White Eagles, we all know their quality, and this could kickstart a bit of a run from them here. Uh, what are your thoughts? Well, I think so, too. Funny thing is, actually, I did some research in, in previous seasons uh, Tarawana Blueies haven't beaten the White Eagles in the league since 2014. And in that game, a certain Vaughan Patterson scored the four goals the Blueies scored that day. And of course, he's now looking to... I think he won't score four this weekend, but obviously he's a key player at the back, just in front of the back four for Albion Park. So he'll be looking to get some revenge as well, I reckon. So you're going with a White Eagles win? I am, yeah. Yep, and I think I'll join you with that prediction. That one's Saturday, a 3pm kickoff down at Terra Reserve. The next game, we've got this as our match of the round, Port Kembla v Kroonjilla. It's 6th v 7th, a win could move either side into the top five. The loser in this game, their season is really in the balance. Yeah, it's funny, I haven't seen the... I'm actually going to this game at the weekend, but I haven't seen either team play for quite a while. I last saw... Port Kembla playing round two when they lost to Wollongong United. Um, so they've come on a bit since then. I think Chris Smith's back from injury, we saw last weekend. Um, Joey Laval as well. Joey Laval as well. So, and, you know, a bit of a different team, I think, from the one I saw in round two. And same with Quinjillo. I last saw them in round one 
when they got a hammering by um, Olympic, I think it was, at home. So, and they've come on a long way. I mean, look, they almost gave Bulai a fright last week. So, actually, I'm saying both the teams have come on a lot since I last saw them, and I'm going to call this one a draw. In fact, I'm also going for a draw in this match. Um, I think the mentality of Cringilla this year has been really enticing to see. Uh, they came from two goals down and were unlucky to lose to Bulai in the end. They were down against South Coast United the week before and came back to win. I'm really impressed with Alexander Belosa, their goalkeeper. He's Seems to have a fantastic pair of hands. Pouring rain on Friday night. Didn't seem to drop a ball there. He's kept them in a lot of matches so far this season. Speaking to Noel Spencer after the game, the loss to Tarawana, heartbreaking loss, considered two goals in the last 10 minutes to lose that one. He really lamented his side's inability to hold onto the ball. Um, and that shows the contrast of mentalities. Whereas Port Campbell seemed to panic a lot more in that sense. But Cameron Morgan, their new signing, Cody Maud, they really seem to be linking up well. Chris Smith as well, Joe Laval. They've got the attacking players to make an assault on the top four. But yeah, like like I was saying, I think that's going to be a probably a 1-1 draw. It's May 2010, the last time Cringilla beat Port Kembler in the league. Can you believe that? If they win on Sunday, that's seven years since they last did that. And don't forget Sandy Lowcock. And of course, actually, again, looking at last year's same fixture, Port Campbell won 6-1. Locock got a hat-trick that day. Whether he'll do the same this year, I don't, I'm not so sure. But he's also a key player in that front line. Yeah, that match is on Sunday, 2.30pm kickoff at Wetherill Park. And of course, this is our game of the week. So there'll be a Twitter poll on our uh, Twitter feed. So head over there and give your predictions on that match. Uh, next up, South Coast United v Wollongong Olympic. I'll be at this match. It's a clash between 9th and 2nd. A South Coast United upset would uh, push them within one spot of the could push them within one spot of the top five, while an Olympic win could see them draw level with Bulleye, depending on their result against uh, Coromel, of course. How do you see this one turning out? Well, it's actually, it's an interesting tie. I think um, I'm predicting a draw, funnily enough, which might surprise some people uh, because on paper you'd think guaranteed away win here, Olympic playing so well this season. I've seen South Coast play a couple of times. I saw them last Saturday, or last Sunday, sorry. They're defending really well this year. They've got a strong, big, tall back four. Determined back four. Uh, made up of a load of Valichies, actually. <laughs> <laughs> there's Greg, there's, there's, there's uh, Chris, and I think there's David as well. But obviously, um, and there's Matt in, uh, Nimak. Um, they're really key. I quite fancy watching, I envy you watching how they're coping with Olymp Olympics front line this year, which has been strong. But um, who will Birkin play on Sunday? That's one of the questions. Yeah, and of course, they've actually picked up a signing this week. Stefan Domoski, uh, Wolves under-20s player. He's got five goals in 10 this season. They've added him into their squad. It's an interesting signing because, you know, they've got the likes of Martinoski, Ueda, a very good attacking unit. So it'll be interesting to see whether Birkin slots him into their already impressive uh, unit. Yeah, the other player to watch for me in this match, uh, Moto Kinjo. Uh, in midfield, ex Wollongong United from last season, uh, key player for South Coast, I reckon, in this new, in their improved mm. style of play since the early rounds this year. So you're going with a draw. I am. <laughs> I think South Coast United could put in a really good display here, but I'm going with a Wollongong Olympic win, probably by about two goals. Okay. That game Sunday, 3 p.m. in McClellan Park. Uh, the other three Saturday games all kick off at 2:30 p.m. Uh, we'll get the predictions on those ones, starting with Picton v. Kemble Fury. 
Well, look, um, away win banker. I think Fury won this one last year 3 0, um, and Picton not doing as well this year, so. Yeah, so Fury, they've got their FFA Cup game tonight. V Fraser Park, that kicks off in a few hours' time. Uh, but I can't really see that result changing uh, how this one could turn out. Fury win for mine. Ball like Coromel. Coromel, handy point last week, but should be a comfortable ball I win. I expect so. And the last game, Wollongong United v Wununa. Wollongong United, they will be chomping at the bit to uh, put in a big performance here. To If they win their two games at hand... They'll move up into third. Home win? Home win. But, you know, um, last season, again, to go back to the results of last season, they don't count for much, obviously, all the time. But one of the shocks we had in the whole of last season, Wanuna hammered United 6-0 at Ocean Park last year. One of the big shocks of the last season. In, in, the, in this fixture, it was 1-0 to United. Yeah. But who knows? But you are going well, you know. I am going for your home win, yeah. <laughs> All right, so now we're moving into the WGC Cranes District League. To recap the table in that one, as sure as you like, the Fernhill Foxes got their 1-0 win over Rivilla last weekend. That pushes them six points clear at the top of the table. They're all moving to second with a 4-1 win over Balgowney. Coniston, they've got the headline result of the weekend with a 7-1 thumping of Berkeley. That keeps them in fourth but it's a significant boost to their goal difference. Helensburg staying fifth, and there's now a four-point gap between them and sixth place Oak Flats, who recorded a 2-1 win over Balambi. Uh, the big game in District League this weekend, again, it involves Rilla. This time, they're hosting Coniston. Yeah, I'm going to this game, so um, it's my second time seeing Morilla in as many weeks. Of course, uh, I did see the same fixture in the pre-season cup, when Coniston were on a high and thrashed Warilla in the Frat Cup, I think it was 5-6-2, six, two. Six, two, was it even, yeah. I mean, um, I think Barney King has put together a stronger team since that Frat Cup, uh, and Coniston were obviously coming back into the league on a crest of a wave. Dinko Terzik was dazzling in that, in that match. He's still on fire, I think. He's still scoring again, isn't he? Uh, um, so he'll be a key figure, obviously. Um I don't think it's going to be a big win for Coniston. In fact, I'm going for a home win for Warilla in this one. You're going for a real in this one. Coniston, they beat Uni uh, on Tuesday night 3-2 in the Burt Bampton Cup. I predicted them to win the league. Obviously, they're a fair way back now. Uh, but I think their big 7-1 win over Berkeley could kickstart something. Uh, they've got plenty of attacking talent. A side that should be capable of still mounting a challenge. And I, I back them to pick up the three points in this one uh, to make a what seems an unlikely assault for top spot. Okay, let's see. And moving on to Bergani v Fernhill. Bergani, they continue to struggle a 4-1 defeat uh, to Thrill on the weekend. They've used 26 players in just nine games, which shows they haven't really been able to put a, put any continuity together. No, and I mean, I think they're going to struggle again this weekend. Um, they actually didn't score against Fernhill last season when they had a reasonable guy up front who was putting a few goals in. So I think that if they score, I'd like to see them scoring. Yeah. I think that it's a kind of team that just might push on if they can get a goal or two. Yeah. But against Fernhill, it's going to be so hard. The defence is so strong. Fantastic defence. And that's the thing with teams that are struggling. If they're struggling but still scoring a goal every week or two goals here and there, there's some hope. But they've really struggled to really really score this season. Um, and if Belambi and Burgley pick up a result uh, this weekend, Balgowney could be cut adrift. Fernhill, they had a 2-1 win in, over West in the Burt Bemini Cup on Tuesday night. 
What? So you're going with a Fernil win here? Yeah, definitely, yes. I'm going to go with a Fernil win as well. But I don't think it'll be a whitewash. whitewash. I'm going to say a two or three goal win in this one. Then Blamby v Thrull. Thrull has sort of gone a bit under the radar this season. Yeah, you keep predicting them one nil wins, and you're usually right when they do. So uh, I haven't actually seen them since the Frat Cup when they drew 2-2, I think, with West. So it's hard for me to, to comment on how Thrull are going to do in this game. So Thrull, with that, they've, they've actually got five wins on the spin. Uh, a player that I thought was going to be a regular for the, this season was Brad Strudwick. Came in from Bulleye Youth Grade last year. He picked up a goal last weekend, um, so I'm interested to see if he could become a big player for Thunder. For Belandi, one win in seven. It's not looking great for them, but they have picked up uh, Cameron Banks from Winuna, struggling for Winuna this year, but could add some pedigree for them up front. Yeah, no, of course, I saw Belandi uh, lose to Kayama a few weeks ago when they had two players sent off, so very hard to judge them on that. But they've got, they've got character because they then went on to beat Kayama in the Burtbampton Cup just a few days after that defeat. So, yeah, there's character there. I'm going for an away win, though. Yeah, I can't see anything other than a thrill win in this one. Uh, West Oak Flats, what are your thoughts going there? This is an interesting game. Um, Oak Flats did the double over West last year, and they also did it over, over West in 2014. In fact, West haven't won a game in this fixture since 2013. But I'm actually going to go for Wests to win this one. I think it's 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 time to put the clock back, and and uh, I think they they've got character again. Uh, I think they're due for a win. I'm going to back the Falcons in this one. What about Berkeley Kayama? I think Berkeley they're going to have a big weekend week of training after their seven one defeat. Um, I'm actually going to back them to turn them around in this one. No, well, I think uh, Kaima, I've got them down to bounce back from losing to university last weekend, so I'm going to go for an away win there. You need to declare an interest, honestly. <laughs> um, university v. Helensburg. Uh, Nari Kato, another two goals, 11 this season, top goal scorer in the league, and I can see him getting a few more in, in a win for Helensburg over university. Yeah, I, I, I put it down for an away win. I mean, Helensburg won this fixture 6-2 at uni last year, and they didn't have Kato then. So I'm not saying they're going to win by more than 6-2, but I think it'll be a Helensburg win. Yeah. And in the other matches over the next week, there's a Burt Bamden Cup second round match uh, on Sunday. Oak Flats are hosting Balambi. And then the big FFA Cup round seven clash next Wednesday night. Bulleye, they're hosting Blacktown City at Balls Paddock. That game kicks off at 7.30. I'm going to be there. It should be a spectacular night. Hopefully for Football South Coast, there's a huge, huge win on the cards. Yeah, and I'm torn, you see. Do I actually go to Paul's Paddock personally and watch it from the sidelines or get the excitement of watching what you say on Twitter through the game? They're both going to be great, exciting nights. I'm really looking forward to that one. The game's covered by Football South Coast this weekend. I'm going to be at Bulleye v Coromel on Saturday. Lauren Ferry, she's going to be at Berkeley v Kiamart. Simon, you'll be at Rilla versus Coniston. David Arthurton's going to be at the Albion Park White Eagles Tarawana game. Then over on Sunday... We're both back in action. You're going to be at Port Kembla Cringilla, and I'm going to be watching South Coast versus Olympic. And there will be live updates on Twitter from these matches, so follow at FSC underscore official to keep up with the action. I'll also post a link to the match reports page uh, in the description so you can have a look at the write-ups on this set of fixtures. That is all we have time for this week. Simon, could you let the people know where they can find you? 
Well, when I'm not tweeting for Football South Coast, um, my Twitter feed is at Duffin Writes. A big thank you to the Football South Coast competition sponsors, the Illawarra Mercury, WGC Cranes and the Fraternity Club. And an even bigger thank you to you, the listeners. Once again, like Football South Coast Match Centre on Facebook and follow FSC underscore official on Twitter for the latest updates. My name is Dylan Arvella and I am on Twitter at Dylan Arvella. And until next time, enjoy the football.